0: <laughs> and why? Wow. this is Truth Be Told, I'm Tony hey, Sweet. Tony. <laughs> Captain <laughs> Ron
1: here. Hi,
0: I'm
2: somebody. Somebody's here, <laughs> Dean Ryan.
1: Blake Wally, great to be Blake
2: here. Blake Wally's here, we're all oh, here. We are here, it's Full been a while. today. It's been a while. Yeah, it's like a CNN panel when they got it 20 is. guys on the thing. Right, right. Yeah, I'm like Don in Brazil. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, None of us have anything wait, to say, no. though. Oh, so.
0: yeah, well, who's Don?
1: Well, anyways, no, it's been an eventful uh, time. I haven't been to the studio in a while because I've I've been uh, tracking down the the Vegas shooter and all these things. Did you find him? I did. I did. He's somewhere in uh, Argentina with (laughs) Adolf Hitler. (laughs) <laughs> uh, no, it's been great and uh, it's been in Vegas and it's good to be back here with everybody God, I, know. I haven't been here how long has it been like two years <laughs> Yeah yeah right yeah, feels you, like it we were in kindergarten. <laughs> we are actually yeah. going
2: to have uh, Dr. Fetzer on today to talk about JFK at some point. Yeah, and, we did And all the Files, new papers yeah, that came do. out. We yeah. do
1: We have a lot there's a lot of stuff going on in the news and uh, I'm sure uh, Tony has something to say to everybody today. Oh wanna...
0: I'm, I have my smart ass remark <laughs> ready to go. Well go ahead. Yeah. All right. yeah. And then Blake's here, we, oh, we're going we're going to be talking about some stuff. We got in the some news. Yeah, uh, got some Blake's news got
1: article. some news to share with us. What's in the Something news? Something to do with a squirrel, but we'll, we'll save that for it later. <laughs> no.
0: Yeah, it could be a little bonus
3: for later. <laughs> Way later. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, actually,
1: <laughs> uh, what's in the news, guys, is what this program right here covered over the election is the WikiLeaks and in WikiLeaks we found out Donna Brazil, the head of the DNC, and, and CNN's figurehead and who Hillary Clinton called the water buffalo, <laughs> as we call, uh, we found out in WikiLeaks, she is now turning heel and turning on uh, Hillary Clinton, in saying Hillary rigged. The election, which, by the way, I said I'm now vindicated, and on this show, Tony, I told you, Trump I not believe you. I told you Trump was going to win in October, mm-hmm. and people can go look at the. He channel. did say that. that I I did. G- yeah, you did. Yep, I did. People watch uh, YouTube channel or Truth Be Told TV. I made the prediction, and you know what? I got no prize for it, and we put money on that. Pay him off here.
0: I, I have a tic tac. Well, do you have any Tums? I'm, I'm very serious. This is a
2: serious story. That's a big deal yeah. that she came out against Clinton. And then yeah, uh, Bocahontas came out today and reinforced
0: that. Right. No, it is, right. isn't that true, Blake? Blake, yeah, Blake, tell us about it. You, you have it all the, all the yeah, details. Yeah,
3: this is a big story. I've got one in front of me from Politico magazine. Yeah, Inside Hillary Clinton's Secret Takeover of the DNC. This is uh, Donna Brazile's personal account. Wow, says that uh, yeah. Before uh, b- before I called Bernie Sanders, I lit a candle in my living room and put on some gospel music. <laughs> 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 well,
0: that was the quote it's that a lie had to right be... out of the gate. Well, who doesn't do that? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
3: So she says she wanted to center. I wanted to center myself for what I knew would be an emotional phone call. I had promised Bernie when I took the helm of the Democratic National Committee after the convention that I would get to the bottom of whether Hillary Clinton's team had rigged the nomination process. Wow, what a a crime fighter. (laughs) Yes, as a cache of emails stolen by Russian hackers and posted online had suggested. Of course. (laughs) I had had my suspicions from the moment I walked in the door of the DNC a month or so earlier, and based on the leaked emails. But who knew if some of them might have been forged?
1: Well, she sounds yeah. very concerned, Tony, and she's going to get to the bottom of it. I believe it. She is one of those people. That just,
0: but what, what's my thing is what's 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 one coming out? That? Oh, I mean, yeah. I don't I don't know what. The point is, it is to sell books? Is it well, to well, expose,
3: save herself? Yeah, I guess they're all kind of turning on each herself. other, and she's the nice lady who listens to gospel she's music. Gonna, and was trying to do the right thing. She's going to be indicted. Everyone around her was the, was corrupt and was the problem. <laughs> but, yeah. Are you serious? You think
1: she will? Well, this <laughs> is where are you like her PR? Uh, That's what, it, what you here, do. He's kind of like PR I mean, person. He's supposed to read the news. He's like defending her. <laughs> uh, anyways, no, but Ron, here's here's the deal is they're getting ready to indict across the board because Sessions is getting they're they're, they're putting the hot pins up his um, you know where real fast it's he's definitely getting squeezed. Well, yeah. he kind of sucks number 1. But this is their opportunity now because Bernie Sanders, love or hate him, he should have been the nominee, right? Right, Tony? We talked about this sure. uh, before in the last election, and they rigged him. They rigged him. That water buffalo down in Brazil rigged him so bad that she has egg all over her face, and she trying not to go to jail with Anthony Weiner, and, you know, who, who can blame her?
0: But just well, if she was part of it, how is that going to keep her from going to jail? You know I don't like you asking <laughs> questions like that. Number <laughs> one, I'm really sick of that. Uh, Man, she
3: got busted for uh, giving the uh, during the debates, giving
0: her the questions. Questions, beforehand. right? Yeah, she's so that's right. On, like she just, yeah. she's big as big as part of the problem as Well, she she's is. She's so she she was probably joining the
2: do so this as defense before it comes out, right? She's probably putting. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, and, and she's
1: four. working on that book deal, uh, like yeah. Tony said, and she's you know I'm I'm sure they said, look, you you you, you start singing like a bird, or you're going to be doing thirty years. Papadopoulos
0: or whatever his name is. I don't know. Like you I don't recall that meeting. I don't recall.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think he, he's got to be a plant, but it's all coming out. The WikiLeaks were right. Everything that we read is now coming true. The John Podesta is the next pin to fall. Tony Tony Podesta. Uh, I thought you uh, said me. I was like, I didn't. Well, you're falling soon. <laughs> I guarantee that. Uh, but Tony Podesta fell. So this is all in, in, in the, the dominoes and the house of cards, if you will. Speaking of which. Which has also fallen because yeah. your brother, uh, Kevin Spacey. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> that's why I'm in Hollywood today. Invited me
0: to lunch at his house, <laughs> right, but I missed right it. Right, before he goes to at midnight, rehab. midnight, which right. is odd. Right. It's and an odd time to have <laughs> it. I didn't go.
1: That's how I wound up on the show. But uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what what is going on with House Cards? Is that still <laughs> running? It's, it's closed gone. down for now. Yeah, is it? It's closed down. It's yep. done. The last it's season. Gone. What yep. is going on with that?
0: All
3: right. they're canceling production. That's season six, aren't they? I don't yep. even know. Yeah, they, they did. Started. And
0: yeah. they it's coming out now. It's funny how people come out of the woodworks when when something Pardon <laughs> the pun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, they say he was such an asshole to work with. And I've heard this <laughs> Yeah, we've heard that. Ago. Yeah, we've heard that too. Oh, years oh, ago. Uh, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if,
1: if you look into it, his father was a a neo-Nazi sympathizer and really? a child molester. He Seriously? Uh, yeah. Uh, Kevin Spacey's brother came out in the Daily Mail and said his father, their father, uh, repeatedly sexually abused them growing up. So bad it was. So bad. He Even had the father had a Hitler mustache. I, I don't know if you could pull that up, but it's right there. And, 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 and Blake. The Nazi uh, child rapist. Yeah, Blake. Wow. I think Blake pointed that out earlier. So it's it really incredible times uh, here in Hollywood. It's burning. Finally, it's following the lead of the NFL. Uh, it's an exciting thing because. Oh God,
0: that's his brother.
1: Yeah, that's his brother. His brother is a Rod Stewart <laughs> impersonator. Say,
0: uh, is that what he is? Yeah, I thought it was a woman. Awesome. No. It looks no, like no, no, a no. woman to me.
1: No, no. <laughs> oh, no, that's I mean. fantastic!
0: Yeah, it's either Prince and and Rod Stewart together. So
4: no. I just started my
1: own. I don't know what that was, but uh, anyways, uh, no. As Hollywood burns, this is the opportunity for new new blood to come in and change the atmosphere. Wow. So it is an exciting thing to see, uh, but.
3: Yeah, we have a, a top uh, heads, headline story on Drudge right now. Red linked is uh, back on Harvey Weinstein. Could face arrest with a uh, credible rape charge.
2: Yeah, this down. last one is within the uh, Statute of uh, statute of Limitations. So. You know,
1: like Donna Brazil, Harvey Weinstein says he is chosen by God to, 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 to change the course of Hollywood. He is the savior. He is the Joan of Arc. So I guess, uh should we applaud And he that? hit on Joan Vark, too. And just like Kevin Spacey, uh, and, and maybe the real story about Kevin Spacey is the courage he had to come out as a
0: gay oh. man. Which none of us knew anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. That was a big shocker. That was like the,
1: the <laughs> it was the headline on ABC Associated Press, is the courage of Kevin Spacey to come out as a gay man in light of such scandal. <laughs> I mean, give me a break.
3: Yeah, they didn't cover that part of the scandal. And then networks also didn't cover the... uh done a brazil clinton dnc revelations either they like to keep their audience in the bubble
1: exactly i mean if you're getting your news from from mainstream and not hear a truth be told at this point then there's something wrong with you i mean <laughs> i've been saying that wrong for years
0: <laughs> so take that
1: so exactly yeah. but uh i think do we have dr fetzer uh ready no. to go here let me see he's, he's getting close he's he said he'll be on by 455 that's <laughs> i just got a text so. <laughs> no but it's all good i mean uh, and, and we want to thank the audience for, you know, our, our audience has been increasing more and more. A lot of the, they love the on the road stuff. And uh, I want to thank everybody that tuned into our Vegas massacre coverage, which, uh, if you remember, I was there uh, with Mr. Blake Wally on the ground hours later. And let me tell you, Ron, that was some creepy, wild stuff. Yeah. You know, one thing that. <laughs> some wild stuff. That we
0: haven't heard for a while, that mostly when there's something that happens, it's always fake no it didn't happen but you were there you say it it happened right
1: right so vegas massacre and i get a lot of messages about this uh it's like i get a lot it's weird i get a lot of messages about vegas massacre and then the john Bonet uh ramsey story that we've covered here on truth be told but this one in particular i've got a new lead right now and and i'm going to look more into it is there's a place there's a place called doc Fetzer. somebody at the door i don't know <laughs> if anyone heard that i did not there's a place called Paradise Ranch uh, somewhere in Henderson, uh, Nevada. That, that was a child's children's charity that uh, Stephen Paddock, the Patsy I call, and his Filipino girlfriend ran. There's now calls of that place is a child trafficking, and, and I have there we reports. Go. Anyways, I have reports. They scrub the whole place clean. I'm going to provide pictures for that and do a whole report on it later down the line, but. I guess we got Jim on the uh, It's on not the behind line the now. pizza place, is it? No. Okay. <laughs> I think oh, we oh, There's Fetzer. Oh, oh Captain
0: Ron. D- James, you there?
1: Oh, we got we got the great legendary Jim Fetzer.
0: There we are. I hear him now. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, we got the Hey Jim. The no. man.
5: Oh, I love, I love it. I love it. Right on time, better <laughs> boy.
0: I know. You saved us. <laughs> it's Always it's coming so
5: great you. to be back with you guys again. This is terrific.
2: So tell us about these new JFK documents that came out. What's going on with that?
5: Well, there's some very fairly interesting ones. Uh, ha, ha, did you receive the set of slides? We, I'm, yep, we, we sure them?
0: did. We sure did.
5: Okay, well, we, we can go through and I'll, I'll set up for the revelations because some of them are rather stunning, in fact. So I think it's good. If, if you have the first slide I, up, by I got Tony, it. there you go. One, Breaking news. Yeah, excellent, excellent. So, of course, we knew that Trump was uh, planning to release 2,800 files. Actually, there were 3,100 originally. But if you go to the second slide, you'll see that there was uh, a request made by the agency uh, that he should hold them back. Because if you look at that bottom paragraph, potentially irreversible harm to national security. Now, if you stop and think about it. The official story has this lone demanded gunman firing three lucky shots from the sixth floor of the book depository building, scoring, you know, uh, 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 hitting Jack in the back, hitting Conley in the back, then hitting Jack in the back of the head, killing him. That was what the FBI and the uh, Secret Service concluded the first day. They would have to revise that subsequently because it turned out a shot had missed and injured a distant bystander. Which led to the invention of the magic bullet. But anyway you cut it on any of those versions, if the account they're telling us is true, there is no national security aspect to the case, which means, you know, something very funny is going on. It's because it's gonna reveal the complicity of the American government that they're trying to bottle this up. And the CIA is, you know, has the most to lose here. Right. If you go to the next slide, right. Uh, this is uh, actually from a page where you can access the files but most of us believe they would look like on the right you know massively redacted uh, because you know that that's we've seen that before the fact is we have some uh, reports that are actually rather fascinating that are not massively redacted if you go to the next you'll find a rather fascinating development i was uh very pleased to be invited to participate on Russian state television. This is not RT. Uh, this is not their user-friendly Western face. This is me on Russian state television. You know, it's all in Russian with Paul Craig Roberts, whom I regard as our nation's leading public intellectual. And oh, they absolutely. wanted our take on the oh, yeah. declassification of the documents. They actually interviewed me for 30 minutes, and it, it was a really on the order of an interrogation, a grilling, they wanted to make sure I knew what I was talking about before they they used a clip from our exchange. If you look at the very next image, you'll see this shows how serious they are because they were looking at the backyard photographs. Now, Lee Oswald was shown one, there are four of these in total, and told uh, told, uh, Will Fritz, the homicide detective, that that was his face pasted on someone else's body that he knew something about photography and with time he'd be able to prove it. Well, uh, Jim Mars and I co-authored an article entitled Framing the Patsy, the Case of Lee Harvey Oswald, in which we did precisely that. We pointed out the chin is a block chin, it's not Oswald's rather more narrow tapered chin. There's an insert line between the chin and the lower lip, the fingertips of the right hand holding the newspapers are, are cut off, uh, the newspapers are the, con- the, the militant and the worker, which had antithetical uh, attitudes toward, uh, toward communism so that a- an expert on communism explained to me that if, if groups supporting the, the other views came into contact, they'd have fistfights and even try to kill each other. So it's odd that Oswald would have those two. And of course, he's holding the Mannlicher Carcano with which he's alleged to have shot JFK. He's got a pistol belt and a revolver with which he's alleged to have shot Officer J.D. Tippett. But there turns out to be a a, a hidden problem there because the first officer on the scene found four shell casings, which he initialed, that were of two different manufacturers, two of Western, two of Remington Rand, but they were ejected from automatics. So he initialed them. Because Oswald did not have an automatic, they subsequently replaced them with shell casing from a revolver. Only now there were three of one and and one of the other. In other words, this happens in a case like this where they're fabricating a a Patsy. Jack White, who was a legendary photo and film analyst, knew those newspapers had known dimensions, so he laid them off from the bottom of his feet to the top of his head and discovered using that yardstick. That the person was too short to be Lee Oswald, who was about five foot ten. Using that yardstick, he was only about five foot six, which meant either they'd use someone too short or they'd put in the newspapers too large, which is what, in fact, they did. We've discovered uh, who actually stood in for him. It was a, oh. a Dallas police officer by the name of Roscoe White, who was tied into the CIA. Among the other ways we have of identifying him, he had a funny lump on his arm, which Lee Oswald did not have, but Roscoe White does have.
1: Jim, I want to ask you a quick question. Do you think that's part of the redacted files is, you know, all the talks about the fake uh, body double, look alike of Lee Harvey uh, Lee Harvey Oswald. Do you think that's what's in the redacted files that, that they're not talking well, about?
5: Well, we'll see. I'm going to point out a couple treasure troves if they're actually there, but we haven't got through all the all the files. I'm just going to right. give you some gems, some nuggets that we have been able well, to that's identify what I so far, which are mm-hmm. pretty damn interesting, as you're going to discover. But in any case, Lee was exactly right. In fact, we've yet to find a statement he made while he was in the custody of the Dallas police that didn't turn out to be true, including, of course, that he was merely a patsy. If you go to the next image, this was me on Russian television talking about the case. And, you know, it was just a real real, uh, gratifying experience to be on because, of course, Russia, uh, the Soviet Union was blamed for complicity I will explain how we know that Russia cannot have done it. And therefore, I think they welcomed what I wanted to add to the case, but we'll get there. Meanwhile, you'll see in the next slide that uh, Julian Assange, who's been doing this brilliant work of getting the truth out in spite of resistance by the government, downright opposition, is offering a $100,000 reward for the redacted parts of the JFK assassination files held back for security reasons. So that's that's pretty pretty interesting in and of itself if you go to slide number nine tony you'll see that the telegraph uh, this is a uk newspaper talked about you know the release of these files over the opposition of the spy agencies that it was his latest clash but they also did a trivialization of the conspiracy theories you'll see in the next slide uh, they suggested uh that, you know, these are the kinds of things people have in mind when they talk about the assassination being a conspiracy, that that the driver, William Greer, for example, shot JFK. Well, that's been around for a long time. The problem is Greer was to the left front of JFK. If he turned around and shot JFK, his brains would have blown out to the right rear, but instead they were blown out to the left. So we know that's incorrect. The grassy knoll... Here they're trying to focus on there being only one additional shooter on the grassy knoll. The fact is, I've identified six. I believe there are uh, at least one more. I've seen a recent study suggesting there may have been two more. The fact is, eight, 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 ten, or or twelve shots were fired in Dealey Plaza. Scoring, if you go to the very next, uh, oh, here, I'll just mention one or two more of these. Stay, Stay there, Tony, a sec. Yeah. This friendly fire theory was that a, a Secret Service agent when he was trying to return fire in Dealey Plaza inadvertently shot Jack in the back of the head. But that weapon would have blown his face off. And we know from Jackie, whose testimony to the Warren Commission was was blocked, not released on grounds of privacy, but actually because it blew apart the official account said from the front, he looked just fine, but that she had a terrible time holding his skull and brains together at the back. And of course, that was because of a shot from in front. So if you had allowed Jackie's testimony to stand, then there was a prima facie case for shots from in front. And as I will explain, in fact, we have a lot of evidence that was even broadcast on radio and television that day of shots from in front. Uh, Many Americans forget that the day of the assassination, NBC, for example, stayed on the air for five and a half hours. And early on they reported from the Parkland press conference where Dr. Kent Clark, who was a director of neurosurgery and Malcolm Perry, MD who'd performed a simple tracheostomy incision through a clean puncture wound to the throat testified. And Malcolm Perry three times explained that he'd been hit in the throat by a shot fired from in front, which which, which in fact passed through the windshield and I'll return to that uh, point subsequently. Uh, Kemp Clark reported, of course, that he had a, a, a blowout at the back of his head. Well, on NBC, during the day they were reporting these stories, uh, early on, that he had a simple, clean shot to the throat. I mean, we're talking about Chet Huntley, for example, and others. As the day goes on, they're following up on the report from um, acting uh, press secretary Malcolm Kilduff, who, when he announced the death of JFK at 1 o'clock, put his finger up to his right temple and said it was a simple matter of a bullet right through the head. So they're also reporting a bullet right through the head that entered the right temple and blew out the back of his head, attributed to Admiral George Berkeley, the president's personal physician. Now this was on national radio television the whole afternoon, and most Americans were glued to the TV set. This was the event that made television indispensable in the household of every American citizen. Well. When the story started to dribble in that the shitter was supposed to have been in the book depository building behind and above, that evening, Frank McGee, who is nobody's fool, says, this is incongruous. How can the man have been shot from in front, from behind? And that was a principal problem the Warren Commission had to try to figure out a way how to distort the evidence in order to conceal what it actually And Jim, and
1: that's the lovely thing about the files coming out, because now everything you've said about this is now highlighted that the bullet came from the front. In fact, there's an actual bullet hole in the front windshield. And now they're even showing the autopsy pictures in in the uh, Trump uh, released files that that JFK was shot in the throat, he was shot in the front, the first impact came from the front. So it's indisputable. Any mainstream outlet that says otherwise is now
0: uh, Operation
1: Mockingbird's little bitch. And I was, I
0: was gonna say if that's yeah. if that, all, all that information, because I didn't read I didn't read the files. Well, why did whats well, well man, you should be prepared I know, sure. I know. But that's why I go to Jim, because he he he, he well, no, he's, the, he's the expert. I'm just everything in, Jim, I'm just enthused by him. Everything Jim Fetzer
1: <laughs> and and uh, let me give credence to the late uh, G, uh, Jim Mars, who we all wish was here for this Uh, but they these guys have been saying this for years they're all vindicated everybody's vindicated and 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 mr Uh, fetzer deserves a trophy for vindication because he's been saying this for years and there's no it's indisputable jim
5: i've had the benefit dean of bringing together the best experts to ever study the case including a world authority on the human brain who is also an expert on wound ballistics He determined that the brain shown in the National Archives and Diagrams and Photographs is not the brain of JFK. David W. Manick, MD, PhD. He's got a PhD in physics and an MD. He's board certified in radiation oncology, which is a treatment of cancer using x-ray therapy. He discovered that the autopsy x-rays had been altered to patch to conceal that blowout at the back of the head. Uh, John P. Costella, PhD. Another physicist, this time with an expertise in electromagnetism, the properties of light and of images of moving objects, who was able to demonstrate based upon internal features of the film itself that had been massively edited. Uh, Plus, we had Charles Crenshaw, who was present in trauma room number one as a resident there, and then two days later was responsible for the care and treatment of his alleged assassin, Lee Oswald. I've had a tremendous benefit from the best people to ever study the case, where even Vincent Bugliosi acknowledged that my first three books on the assassination, Assassination Science, 1998, Murder in Dealey Plaza, 2000, The Great Zapruder Film Hoax, 2003, are, are the only exclusively scientific books ever, ever published on the assassination. If you go back to the trivialization of the conspiracy theories, you'll see in there, their fourth is a claim that the Vatican had to do with it, but frankly, I've never seen any evidence the Vatican was anywhere near the scene, any involvement by the Vatican. The number five, the mob and the CIA. Well, the mob was involved, but it, you know, did put up at least a shooter, but the, the CIA had a fairly major role. And then six, they mentioned the, the magic bullet. Uh, if we can pull back the slide, Tony, to the magic bullet, because you know, they had this problem having to account for all the wounds using only two rounds now since one had missed and injured the distant bystander James Tang. And so they had to move the wound to his back. Yeah, you're actually uh, 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 ahead of me uh, by a couple of slides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One more, one more. To, and and, then, then and, we'll move. No. And Jim, no just,
1: just if I can add, if I can add to what Jim was saying, Uh, Here, here, right in the files, it says, quote, Surgeon General's report on the assassination, quote, first bullet entered the president's throat below the Adam's apple, clearly showing that two persons were involved with the first shot being fired from the bridge across the parkway in the front of the car. Further well, that's,
5: subs- co- that's correct, Dean, but yes. it's wrong. That wasn't the first hit on Jack. That was the second. Well, he already sure. The I, back.
1: What I'm saying, I'm highlighting in, in general, this is what the Surgeon General's report is, that a bullet came from the front. So, I yeah, mean, yeah, in yeah. general. No,
5: I know, I know. We're right. going to get there because I've got it right here in the slide Okay, set, yeah, please. I'm
1: jumping ahead. Uh Yeah, I, I'm the rather I want to make excited. about
5: the magic bullet is that they they had the description of the wound moved. It was actually five and a half inches below the collar to the right of the spinal column. In the original draft of the Warren Commission, they moved it up to be the uppermost back, which was false. But then Gerald Ford had it re-described as at the base of the back of the neck so they could claim that that wound of entry in the throat was actually an exit wound and that had gone on to the back of Conley. So you see how deftly they moved the shot to the back upward to account for the, the, the throat wound, which otherwise blew the whole story, to go into Conley. David Mantic, however, took a patient with similar chest and neck dimensions in JFK and, and created a CAT scan, plotted the official trajectory. It's not even anatomically possible because cervical vertebrae intervened. So the whole thing was a sham from the beginning. Tony, if you go to the next slide, you find, you know, if you want a serious conspiracy theory? Here it is. Yeah, you draw a distinction between the sponsors, the facilitators, and the mechanics. The sponsors were the individuals and groups who wanted JFK out primarily for purpose of policy. They included the CIA. Uh, Jack had actually directed that the agency's covert activities now be supervised by the Pentagon. Neither of them was happy about it. The Joint Chiefs, he had not invaded Cuba. Contrary to the unanimous recommendation, he'd signed an above-grand test ban treaty, that they had unanimously opposed. He was pulling our forces out of Vietnam where they felt that a stand had to be taken against the expansion of international godless communism. Uh, 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 So they threw in on the assassination. The anti-Castro Cubans wanted revenge because they believed Jack had betrayed them at the Bay of Pigs. Bobby was cracking down on the mafia with more indictments and convictions than ever before in history. Eastern establishments surrounding the Fed were upset because Jack had had the Department of Treasury print United States notes on the ground that it was absurd for the government to be paying interest to a consortium of private banks for publishing the currency of the United States. And in fact, after his death, Lyndon immediately had them all withdrawn and reverted to Federal Reserve notes, which remain in place today. So we're actually paying a a consortium of private banks for printing our currency, totally needless, totally unnecessary. This is why the Fed has been a monster strangling the economy. The Texas oilmen were upset because he was going to cut the oil depletion allowance. Israel was upset because he didn't want uh, Ben-Gurion to move forward with the development of nuclear weapons. So this was a very serious matter. If you switch to the bottom, the mechanics, the shooters, supervisors, and coordinators, I've identified six of them. I can talk more about who they were in their positions in relation to the next couple of slides, but it's startling that a key coordinator of the assassination was George H. W. Bush, who was in the Dow (laughs) Tech's building supervising an anti-Castro-Cuban by the name of Nestor Tony Escadro, who was using a Manlooker Carcano. It was the only unsilenced weapon used there, firing three shots to set up the acoustical impression that only three shots had been fired. Where Edward Lansdale had supervised assassinations all over the world, and we find his fingerprints here, he appears to have been The person who positioned the shooters and determined the sequence in which shots would be taken. The facilitators were Lyndon, who ruthlessly wanted to become president of the United States. He forced himself on the ticket in Los Angeles in 1960, aided and abetted by J. Edgar Hoover, who used the FBI to cover it up. So that, that's been the key part is disentangling the sponsors Jim, we're gonna, from the mechanics. Jim, from we, the have to,
1: we have to take a quick break. And let me, before we uh, end, Jim it, needs to take a quick breath.
2: So let's <laughs> let him get a breath. <laughs> and just to say
1: what Jim said, if you, uh, again, in the documents, Jagger Hoover says, we have the cleanup crew to keep pushing the lone wolf Oswald theory, the cleanup crew being the mass media. So some things never change, Tony.
0: That's right. You know. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Truth Be Told right here on UBN Radio.
4: Have you ever thought you'd like to buy and sell houses but didn't know how or where to begin? Do you fear your job is in jeopardy or is your business income reduction keeping you awake at night? We're in the best time in 25 years to make a fortune in real estate without using your money or credit. My name is Ron Legrand and I've taught a half a million people to do just that and personally bought hundreds of houses myself. If you'll call 800-970-6155, 24 hours and leave your information, I'll send you the first 500 callers my hot new CD, Foreclosure Fortunes, and my best-selling book to help you get started absolutely free. I'll show you how to build a six-figure income part-time with no previous experience and no license, even if you're a busy professional. Call 800-970-6155, 24 hours and get my new book and CD free. That's 800-970-6155. Take your life back and make this your best year ever. Call 800-970-6155 now.
2: We are back on Truth Be Told. I'm Captain Ron with Tony Sweet, Dean Ryan. Blake Wally. Blake Wally. Thank you. Thank you, Blake. I knew it was Blake. I couldn't remember your last name. So um, we're back. We're talking about the the newly released uh, documents about JFK. And we have the foremost authority on that subject, Dr. Professor James Fetzer, with us. And uh, why don't you pick it up there? Have you caught your oh, breath thanks. there, James?
5: Thanks very much, Ron. If you can go to slide number 12. Uh, Noel Twyman br- published a brilliant book in 1997 entitled Bloody Treason, where he put his finger that the most successful with the highest probability of success involved the CIA military with the Secret Service, with the mafia, with LBJ and Hoover. The mafia and the CIA had been acting together against Castro, so it was easy to bring them all together. Lyndon would go to the White House to schmooze with the Secret Service to set things up. Very good. That's right. That's a cover of his book. Now, if you go to the very next slide, you see the official story, and we'll contrast it with what we actually have established to be the case. So here you see the official three shots fired from the sixth uh, six floor of the book depository in the, in the very next. Yeah, just scroll down. Right. But look at all these buildings around. you got the county records building. There's the Text, the book depository, the grassy knoll, uh, the triple underpass. All these are significant when we put all the pieces together. So if you now go to the next, you find Jack was hit actually at least four times, okay? And if you put together what they broadcast on NBC, for example, you know he was hit in that throat by a shot fired from in front. You know he was hit in the right temple. They simply hadn't located where from where those shots had And, of course, according to the official account, he was hit in the back and in the back of the head, right? So you can put together the official account with what NBC was broadcasting, and you have the big picture already at your fingertips, where the Warren Commission refined it by moving the location of the shot to the back, upward to the base of the neck, to account for the shot to the throat now as an exit wound. But those shots, if you go to the next very next slide, I'll explain the situation here. Uh, This is why it's been described as a turkey shoot, Okay. The county records building is those green lights. It was a Dallas deputy sheriff named Harry Weatherford on the top of the county records building who fired a manlicher arcano using a .30-06 with a plastic collar called a Sabo that hit Jack in the back. If you go all the way down to the, the, the bottom left there, that arrow should probably be moved because we no longer believe the shooting location was there, but actually inside the triple underpass. That was by an Air Force expert by the name of Jack Lawrence. He fired the shot that actually passed through the windshield and hit JFK's throat. Then after the driver, William Greer, pulled the limousine to the left and to a halt, Jack was hit twice in the head. Uh, See, those yellow lines are coming from the Techs because uh, Escadero fired three shots, but the weapon is so unreliable, it was known as a humanitarian rifle in World War II for never actually harming anyone on purpose. There was the one miss. You see the yellow line going all the way down to the bottom that hit the curb and injured James Tay. There was another yellow line that hit, missed, and hit the chrome strip above the windshield. But the third hit JFK in the back of the head. Jack slumped forward. Jackie eased him back up and was looking him right in the face when the, from the corner there, of the triple underpass. In other words, the the, the left center on the diagram. Uh, you're going to have a, a, a shot. A uh, uh, fire that hit the right temple by Frank Sturgis, who was a soldier of fortune, maybe the best shot in the world at the time. There was another shot fired from the, the grassy knoll there that's a kind of reddish. That would have been the easiest shot, but it would have hit Jackie. So the shooter, who appears to have been Roscoe White, the same guy who stood in for Lee Oswald, pulled his shot. It wound up in the grass. Meanwhile, from the book depository on the east side, not on the west, Malcolm Beck Wallace, who was Lyndon Johnson's personal hitman, fired three shots at, at John Connolly in the mistaken belief that it was Ralph Yarborough. Uh, Lyndon had a huge argument with JFK that morning, trying to get Connolly out and Yarborough in. He was a liberal Texas senator that Lyndon despised. But Jack overruled him on the ground that the chief executive of the state should ride with the chief executive of the United States. Now, in the Zapruder film, when they redid it, and you just showed it, They merged those two shots and they took out the limo stop because it was so damning. So you actually, in the real film, you would have seen him hit the back of the head, slump forward, jackies and back up, hit the right temple and slump to the left, slump to the left. But they took out so many frames when they redid the film at Hawkeye Works, a secret uh... CIA lab adjacent to Kodak headquarters in Rochester, New York. Jim, who has his Back into the left motion. Go ahead.
1: Jim, who has the Zapruder film now? Is it the CIA or is it the mob?
5: Oh, oh! well, it looks as though H.L. Uh, Hunt bought uh, the first print was made for $100,000. It's missing in the order. And there were three prints. It looks as though some of the intel agencies have the film. We have uh, six people who have seen what appears to be the unedited film. Some have seen them on multiple occasions. I was in Paris with my wife years ago, and William Raymond, a French investigative journalist who had seen the unedited film, arranged for me to see it, but the owner backed out at the last po- moment, so I didn't have the opportunity. Wow. Now, now, if you go forward, I'll tell you what's in the files. If it's actually there, we haven't found all of it yet, but would be very significant. Slide number 17. Yeah, this would be really significant. The, the George Joe file, this guy was the head of PSYOPs for the CIA. He was deeply involved both in the assassination of JFK, In Dallas and then of his brother Bobby in Los Angeles that Joe Anita's file would be an absolute blockbuster but the CIA I believe would destroy it before it would release it. Marita Lorenz was a a, a mistress of Fidel Castro. She traveled to Dallas with some of the gunmen who expected to be involved. She didn't want anything to do with it. She was going to uh, testify before the House Select Committee on assassination when it reinvestigated the case in 77-78. Frank Sturgis came to New York to kill her, and when he entered her apartment, he was taken into custody by Jim Rothstein, an NYPD Gold Shield detective, and his partner. Rothstein gave him the throwaway line, good shooting, and Sturgis admitted he had shot JFK. He said it was because he betrayed the brigade at the Bay of Pigs and had consorted with beautiful women, some of whom were spies for East Germany. The latter was false, but I mean, the former was false, but the latter was true. JFK had had a liaison with a beautiful woman who was a spy for his Germany. Now we get into the actual documents. If you go to the next, this is very striking because this is a letter showing that the mayor of Dallas at the time of the motorcade, Earl Cabell, had joined the CIA in 1956. I spent 10 years between 71 and 81 trying to figure out the linkage between the CIA and Dallas. It turns out Cabell's brother was Charles, who was a deputy director that JFK fired in the wake of the investigation of the Bay of Pigs by Maxwell, Taylor, and Bobby. So these guys, uh, Charles was born in Dallas in 1903. Earl was born near Dallas in 1906 as mayor, He was not only supervising the police department, but also ceremonial activities, including motorcades, for example. Uh, If you look at the next, so that's a very significant telling confirmation of the talk. This is very interesting from a guy named uh, Oren Fenton-Potito, who gave a speech about what was contained in the Surgeon General's report, just as Dean was alluding to. If you go to the very next slide, in fact, you'll see that key part of it with photographs of the vehicles themselves. He's saying the Surgeon General's bar in the assassination stand, the first bullet entered the president's throat below the Adams apple, clearly showing at least two persons were involved with the first shot being fired from the bridge across the parkway in front of the car. To further substantiate this, he said there was a bullet hole in the windshield. Well, you can see it to the left rear. This is in the famous Alchins photograph. It's right where JFK's left ear would be if his left ear were visible. It was a small white uh, spiral nebula with a dark hole in the center. The vehicle was sent back to Ford and completely torn down and rebuilt on Monday, the 25th, a day of the formal state funeral. Uh, Douglas Weldon, who has a brilliant article about it in Murder and Dealey Plaza, even tracked down the official from Ford, had been responsible for replacing the windshield who confirmed it through and through bullet hole. On the right, you see a third windshield because they replaced it with a brand new windshield produced by the Secret Service that had some spider cracks from a fragment from behind they offered to to fake out the, the the public who was studying the evidence as though, in fact, that, that had been the windshield on the limousine at the time, which, of course, was not the case. The next is very, very interesting also. Uh, this is a report by an informant for the FBI about an individual, his interaction with an individual by the name of Homer Ecavera, who belonged to an anti-Castro group, which called itself November 7th. The informer, informant advised the Chicago office that the subject, that would be acavera was a member of an anti-Castro Cuban book, group. Subject allegedly approached informant to provide machine guns for the Cuban Revolution. On the 21st, that would be the day before the assassination. Subject allegedly told informant, we now have plenty of money. Our new backers are Jews as soon as we or they take care of Kennedy. Subject expressed favorable attitude toward LBJ, who was in it all the way. Uh, not only uh, did uh, did uh, 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 Lyndon have his personal hitman Malcolm Mac Wallace involved in the assassination, where Mac had murdered a dozen people for Lyndon, including one of his own sisters, but he sent his cl- right. chief administrative assistant Cliff Carter down to Dallas to make sure all the arrangements were in place for the assassination. If you go to, to the to the next slide, we have a very very interesting one. This is from a different source. But, you know, it's talking in the context of another release. Uh, On September 16, 1965, the same source reported that KGB residency in New York City received instructions approximately September 16, 1965, from KGB headquarters in Moscow to develop all possible information concerning President Lyndon B. Johnson's character, background, personal friends, family, and from which quarter he derives his support in his position as President of the United States. Our source added that in the instruction from Moscow, it was indicated that now the KGB was in possession of data purporting to indicate President Johnson was responsible for the assassination of the late President John F. Kennedy. That, of course, is very, very striking and significant, as is the very next release, which shows that, that there were at least 40 journalists that were working with the CIA. In fact, William Colby, when he testified to Congress in 1975, he explained, when he was asked, did the agency have anyone in the media who was working for them, explained that the agency owned everyone of significance in the media, everyone of significance in the media. He testified, and t- today, of course, it's much, much worse, because they've expanded their reach. What what bothers them now is the alternative media. They have control of the mainstream. You can find that today with the latest revelations about The the DNC sabotaging Bernie Sanders campaign and how Hillary took over the DNC and used it as a money laundering operation. You go to mainstream media and they're hardly covering it all and trying to give it a peculiar twist. that makes it look as though Donald Trump had done something wrong when this is a real bombshell along with the revelation that Hillary sold 20% of the American uranium to Russia through Uranium One, a Canadian company. I mean, Julius and Ethel Rosenberg were put to death in the electric chair for sharing atomic secrets with the Soviet Union. But Hillary so far heretofore has gotten a free pass. This is completely outrageous. Well, well,
1: well, Jim, we are waiting to see what Don Lemon says about this.
5: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. We're waiting there are for be a from lot of people who are going to you're going to be able to test their integrity by how they covered us. We have just two more slides. Well the next is that uh, one of the reports is pointing out and this is rather deep that that this is from the New York Times that the JFK files release highlight Hoover LBJ among others because they were the pivotal players Lyndon arranged for the assassination Hoover covered it up using the FBI they were tight friends they were neighbors Hoover was even the godfather to one of Lyndon's one of Lyndon's children and, and you know so it's very significant the more is coming about, Jim, about I, actually them because Jim they played the pivotal role
1: I yes. heard I heard Hoover was the godmother uh not the godfather uh, uh, just,
5: just well wanna, the mob actually yeah. was able to control Hoover just as Hoover controlled Congress because to, he had sex dossiers on the members of Congress the mob had a sex dossier on Hoover including compromising photographs of him in in uh, shall we say, a delegate position with regard to his close personal friend, (laughs) Clyde Tolson. If you go to the final, uh, I I have an updated, this is my fourth book on JFK now, where we explain how the proof we have about the alteration of the x-rays, I don't know if you consider it a a, a tad better, Tony, but how the alteration of the x-rays, the substitution of the brain, uh, the, uh, the editing of the Zapruder film exonerates many of those accused of complicity uh, the KGB, for example, might have had the ability to alter a film, that, but they couldn't have got a copy of the Zapruder film. Uh, Anti-Castro Cubans uh, or pro-Castro Cubans could not have substituted someone else's brain for that of JFK. The mafia could not have extended its reach into Bethesda Naval Hospital to alter x-rays under control of medical officers of the U.S. Navy or, or the members of the Secret Service where we have more than 15 indications of Secret Service complicity for setting him up for the hit. So it turns out it's a very small, narrow class of suspects when you separate the inauthentic or fabricated evidence from the authentic. And this I regard as the latest publication of the current state of research on the death of our 35th president, solving the world's greatest murder mystery at last.
0: Wow. <laughs> Well, I I have a question, because all these documents, who actually had access to these documents for the last 54 years?
5: All all the agencies had had control of them. That would be the CIA, the Secret Service. See, here's what happened. In the wake of the tremendous resurgence of interest in the case generated by Oliver Stone's film JFK, Congress passed the JFK Records Act in 1992. It had a 25-year expiration date for the release of all the documents, which is why it's happening now. It's 25 years later. George Herbert Walker Bush, who had been deeply involved in the assassination, he was actually arrested coming out of the Daltex. He identified himself as an independent Houston oilman. He was taken downtown, questioned, then released, wound up back in Dealey Plaza. We have a photograph of him in Dealey Plaza. We have a photograph of Edward Lansdale walking past the three tramps. We have another photograph where Edward Lansdale's waiting to speak the George Herbert Walker book. So, of course, he adamantly opposed it. When it passed over his opposition, he refused to appoint the members to the five-person board, which had to await the incoming Clinton administration an 18-month delay that allowed them to clean up their records. Now, before this latest release, we'd had some 30,000 records released, millions of pages, very significant, including, for example, how how, uh, Gerald Ford as a junior member of the commission had redescribed the wound to the back from his uppermost back, which I've I've explained is already an exaggeration to the base of the back of the neck to support the magic bullet theory. Uh, But it's been the agencies who have had control and who knows how many documents and records they've destroyed in the meanwhile. The Office of Naval Intelligence, by the way, turned out to be a black hole. Uh, It turns out Lee was recruited by the Office of Naval Intelligence when he was a recruit at the Marine Corps Recruit Depot in San Diego, where I would subsequently serve with 15 DIs and 300 recruits under my command going through the training cycle. He didn't even qualify uh, violating a standing rule for all Marines from the lowest-ranking to the Commandant of the Marine Corps that they must qualify every year in 1958. He didn't go to the rifle range which tells me he was on a special assignment, I believe, at Monterey studying Russian. He would subsequently be stationed at Atsugi, which was the most secure base in the American military, the the source of the U-2 overflights that were spying on the Soviet Union. He undertook a pseudo-defection to the Soviet Union at the request of the CIA. Uh, And he didn't actually renounce his citizenship, but he got there because he'd been a radar operator. He could give them the altitude of the U-2 flights which they knew they were taking place but couldn't shoot him down because they didn't know the altitude. There was going to be a summit meeting between Khrushchev and Eisenhower that was going to reduce Cold War tensions. Khrushchev accused the United States of spying on the Soviet Union, which Eisenhower denied. Then Khrushchev produced Francis Gary Power, the pilot of the U-2 who had not taken his cyanide pill, and parts of the plane, which scuttled the, uh, the the summit meeting and in fact increased Cold War tensions greatly to the relief of the military industrial complex.
1: Wow. When
5: Lee Oswald returned to the United States after marrying the niece of a KGB colonel, he was welcomed not as a traitor. He was never interrogated. He was getting given money to relocate, where where uh, his, his wife Marina wound up in Dallas with Michael and Ruth Payne, who, who were tied to the CIA, where Ruth would arrange for Lee to go to work at the book depository two weeks before the assassination, while Lee went to New Orleans, where they, get, they sheep dipped him as a pro-communist Castro sympathizer, giving out pamphlets for the Fair for Cuba Committee, so they could set him up, unbeknownst to him, to be the patsy in Dallas. <laughs>
1: Jim, uh, I want to ask you real quick, uh, what does this mean now for Donald Trump that he released this? Is he more endangered than ever? Does he now have more uh the will of the people? Uh, is he part of the cover-up?
5: No, it's quite obvious he's not part of the Trump cover-up. Uh, his releasing this, he was actually very aggravated that the uh, the agencies were taking seeking to keep him from releasing these documents, and he just bit the bullet and decided he was going to do it in spite of their opposition. It was the right decision. It it gives him many laurels for this particular action. Uh, Just as, you know, on the day of 9-11, he gave an interview to a local TV station explaining how the people who had built the Twin Towers now work for him. You know, it was impossible for those uh, aircraft to have 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 entered the buildings, much less to has cause their collapse. He said something else must have been involved. Bombs, he speculated. Well, he was right about that then, and he's right about releasing these JFK files now. Incredible.
3: Speaking of which, I've got a quick article here from uh, the AP via Yahoo. six hundred and seventy six more JFK assassination records released. The National Archives releasing another 676 oh, government today. documents related to the assassination of JFK, third public release. Wow! Last week, President Donald Trump ordered all remaining records released to the public. That he also directed agencies to take another look at the proposed redactions and only withhold information in the rarest of circumstances. Well, you heard it wow. here first, Ron. I mean, that's that awesome. just
1: happened today, uh, Jim. That's you're going to be up late tonight, buddy. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Well, it's to Donald Trump's credit. This is a good thing. The American people have been waiting long I enough. I mean, the assassination took place in 1963. And the only reason they've been covered up, because all these documented records implicate the government, as you have seen. A shot to the throat the, that, that Earl Campbell was already CIA in 1956, tied to his brother Charles, who JFK dismissed as a deputy director. I tell you, if the Marita Lorenz and the George Joannita's files come out, it's all over. Because the HSCA learned from Merida what had actually happened in Dallas. They covered it up and gave a whitewash in their final report released in 1979, which in retrospect is an embarrassment, because they not only were inconsistent with the fist-sized blowout that was observed in Dallas, but that the, the pathologist in charge of the autopsy at Bethesda took a saw to the skull of JFK, and enlarged the wound enormously to make it look more like something that might have been caused by a shot from behind. It's even described with mathematical precision in the official autopsy report from Bethesda. They ignored all of that and reduced it to a small entry wound right at the crown or top of the head. It's as though they wanted to redo the cover-up over again and do it better than the Warren Commission had done, which is to their eternal damnation.
1: Incredible. You know, Tony, we can only hope that these files are now taught to the children in school, that it wasn't a lone wolf, and we can now get to the bottom of all this with all these things coming up. But, uh, you know, uh, Professor Fetzer has a new show coming up, and, and it's going to be hot. It's going to be uh, coming up any day. Now, uh, Jim, you want to tell us about that? the new network you're on or the new show?
5: Oh, terrific. Terrific. Yeah, I'm on uh, Revolution Radio now. I had my first broadcast on Thursday. I'm on Tuesday and Thursday from 1 to 3 Pacific time, 3 to 5 Central time, 4 to 6 Eastern time on Studio B. So if you go to Revolution Radio Studio B, you can access the show. On Wednesday and Thursday, Scott Bennett, who's a former Army Intel and PSYOPs officer, has a show with his running mate, Michael J., who is a veteran in in Vietnam. They do a terrific job. And on Mondays, in the same time slot on Studio B, uh, Dave Geharry and Phil Torney are doing a show, a regular show about the USS Liberty, which is an American spy ship that the Israelis attacked in 1967. They were supposed to sink it with the collusion of Lyndon Johnson to draw the United States into the war on the side of Israel against Egypt. Moshe Dayan cleaned it all up. But when the American uh, commander, uh, the carrier group in the Mediterranean sent his planes to come to the defense of the Liberty, Lyndon Johnson intervened and called mm-hmm. them back. Mm-hmm. This is a despicable act showing how tight Lyndon was with Israel, which alas has continued to this very day because they are like a cancer gnawing at the body mm-hmm. politics in the United States where uh, the members of Congress are asked to sign a pledge to put the interests of of, uh, Israel ahead of those of the United States when they first arrive in Washington, those who do not find themselves confronted with a well-financed alternative candidate or that their district is redrawn. I recently was informed by two different sources that the number of members of the present Congress who have refused to sign the pledge is exactly one. What? Well,
1: Jim, we got thirty seconds left. Uh, you got a you got a live appearance coming up in Dallas soon, uh, correct? For November, uh, for the GSK? that's right. <laughs> Judith
5: Very uh, Baker, who was Judith Very, was was Lee Oswald's girlfriend in New Orleans. She's also being vindicated by these files. She published a book, "Me and Lee," which humanizes Lee and explains how his favorite show was. I led three Lives with Herbert Philbrick. He was living his dream. Uh, she's organized a conference for the 17th, 18th, and 19th. On the 17th, okay. I'm giving a presentation uh, about 5.30 on the, the 10 important books about JFK, Wonderful. some of which are important for reasons that will be very surprising, Incredible. which has to do with other than advancing the truth.
1: Incredible. Well, Tony, there, there. does that answer your question or, or what's in the files?
0: Who killed him? I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, that was great. That was great. We really appreciate it. We knew you were the person to go to. Absolutely. And Captain Ron like, we have to get him back on. I'm gonna be there in Dallas. I'm gonna to try to attend this gym. I, I got
1: to see your live performance, uh, at, at your appearance
0: there. Do in you Dallas. do you sing and tap dance too, or uh, no?
5: <laughs> no. <laughs> I wonder if he's got oxygen <laughs> I have behind limits, him. But <laughs> <I'm talking. Right. laughs> We are we are gonna have all our moon rock books there, and there should be oh, right. a new one. We're trying to get out in time by Larry Rivera, who's doing the most cutting edge research. I already cover it in the new book yeah, I just showed great. Jeff K. Who, how, and why. But Larry's book is even more extensive and detailed about absolutely crucial new findings about the assassination and the cover-up.
1: Well, that's great. Well, uh. thank
0: you so much. As always, we appreciate you. And go to moonrockbooks.com. And, uh, thank we, you, Jim. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, we, we, we love giving you our cheesy applause.
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: we almost out of time. I wanted to do the squirrel story. <laughs> We'll do it. We have about
3: two minutes. Oh, we got two minutes. We got one last
1: story. Uh, Jim, you've got to hear this breaking news story about a squirrel.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Might be fake news, but it's hilarious. Might be fake news. (laughs) Right. Woman arrested for training squirrels to attack her ex boyfriend. 45 year old Janice Smith was captured toward the beginning of today by officers of the Detroit Police Department for supposedly catching various squirrels and preparing them to assault well, her previous. There you go.
1: And that's how it ties in. They're training uh, Russians, agents to kill our president, allegedly. Now they're training squirrels. So there you go. We leave <laughs> on a happy news story like that, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that, no, there show. is no oh, yeah.
5: fury like a woman scorned. There you go. I want right. to ask.
0: All right, uh, Dean, Blake, Captain Ron, uh, Professor Fetzer, and myself, we appreciate you guys tuning in every time right here on Truth Be Told. Uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and uh, leave comments. We love the comments, so let us know what you think. Until next time, take care.